For those who are emotionally vulnerable, there are a number of similarities between the appeal of a street gang and a religious cult. Both offer friends and a feeling of belonging to those who are lonesome and have nothing else. A gang or a church can become like a surrogate family, offering the acceptance and support that they never had. Walter sat on his bed in his apartment, propped up against a pillow as he sipped from a bottle of Corona, smoked, and mused on his past and present situations. He was depressed and lonesome as hell. He thought of the pleasure he had felt when word had reached him that his father had suffered a stroke while standing in the lobby of a Chinese restaurant, waiting for a takeout order. He had lost his business, and his wife had promptly divorced him and locked him out of their house. Surprisingly, his one-time business and Shriner friends all seemed to be out whenever he called them to plead for some help. But he had ended up disabled and broke and working as a night clerk in a run-down motel. The story that had reached Walt was that he had returned one evening to the Thomas house with a loaded gun, and when Mrs. Thomas refused him entry, he'd blown his brains out on the front porch. A big Masonic funeral had been held, and local dignitaries had spoken and extolled the virtues of their fallen comrade. When Walter had heard about it, he wondered if they'd buried his rubber hose with him. Undeterred, and like the proper English lady that she was, his widow kept a stiff upper lip, and, after a proper period of mourning, remarried to a wealthy retired man who took her on two round-the-world cruises. High times had continued until her new husband died, and she developed dementia and ended up in a low-grade nursing home, waiting for CNAs to drop by her room from time to time to change her diaper. Then she expired. Walter felt a twinge of sadness, but little else. He wondered sometimes about himself and his detachment and lack of emotions. His mind went back to his Navy days and his time at the Torpedo School in Newport, Rhode Island, and later aboard the USS Orion and some of the adventures that he'd had. I probably should have re-enlisted, he thought. He missed the excitement he had felt on weekends when he had left the submarine base at New London, Connecticut to visit New York City. While some of the other sailors took in the cultural sites, Walter had always gravitated to the bars and the whores. He was fond of picking fights, and when he got the best of someone, he would proceed to afflict and torture them as they lay on the ground. Their suffering was a real turn-on to him. He'd left one man lying in an alley near 44th Street in Manhattan, injured and bleeding so badly that he had almost died. It had aroused him so much that he had gone to a bar and picked up a prostitute who he'd taken to a hotel where he beat her and had sex with her and then left quickly and got on a bus back to New London. What a bum I am, he thought. Recalling some of his escapades while on shore leave brought a smile to his face. And, even though she was nothing but a Navy town slut, he missed Denise Edwards, 
who he had shacked up with in an apartment he maintained for weekend use in Norfolk. He'd liked Denise because her taste for roughness matched his own. He'd first met her in a bar one weekend, and they'd ended up in the apartment of some scam artist she knew who peddled photos to sailors that he solicited on the street. His English mother would have been scandalized by the activities the three of them engaged in during that night of drinking and debauchery. But who cares? Walter mused. It would have served her right. She never cared for me anyway.